0: Welcome to the Worship Central podcast. We are passionate to see the worship and creativity of churches throughout the world set on fire. Join us as we explore what this might look like.
1: Here with Luke, my gorgeous husband, and Tim Hughes, and the gorgeous pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's a wrap. And of course, Nick Herbert. And Nick Herbert. <laughs> and, <Nick> Herb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. and this is the um, Halloween special October oh. <laughs> Worship Central podcast. Halloween? Do we celebrate that as Christians? Sorry, no, it's just kind of a calendar. Halloween. marking them. Anyway, guys, let's move on. <laughs> um, so this time we're going to look at um, mm. songwriting in this season. Now, um... I've got a question for all of you in a second. Uh, but looking over the last 20 years, it's been pretty amazing. I think we need to take stock for a second, actually, and just notice the massive shift in the landscape of songwriting over the last 20 years particularly. Mm. I mean, there were days, you know, 10 years ago for us and maybe 20 or 30 for you guys, but where we were writing... And, right. you know, Luke was writing songs called Jesus Rocks, and we were singing them. At uh, student... Excuse me, sorry. No, it's
2: Rock of, no, no. Rock of Life. Anna...
0: Just to clarify, we were not singing them. <laughs> Luke <was> singing them. <laughs> you
1: let him sing it. You let him yeah, sing once.
2: it. Hey, listen, Rockabye was that was a hit, HTV Students. Well,
1: thought, we thought it was a hit, and looking back now, it
2: was. It really was. It was not.
1: not it's no it's finest. It was a good springboard, i us say. But a question for you guys What is the worst song you've ever written and led? Oh. <laughs> no, uh, oh.
0: Well, for me, it has to be. Um, we're gonna dance, dance, everybody dance, everybody sing. That was it, that was Girl it. is in a place. Oh, now. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: that was a line. Oh,
3: I love that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: many
1: people listening to this are like, really? That, that was your worst song. How oh. <laughs> about you, Nick? Come on, you've got to have had some.
3: I, I don't know, I think the worst line I've ever written in the song was around the rain of God falling, and I said, and I used the phrase, persist on me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The rain of
1: God, Sorry, persist on, that is so good. Persist on that me. Carefully. Persist on me.
3: Persist on me. Wow. <laughs> hey, just persist on me. <laughs> that
1: is amazing. <laughs> um, no, but in all seriousness, you know, the, la- the last 20, even 10 years, songwriting has massively shifted to the, you know, where we were mainly singing um, songs from bigger platforms to much more innovation and local churches, like tons of songs being written now by local churches, people singing their own songs. I mean, it is really incredible.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And I think now songs, the, the life of a song, you know, I remember singing the same song for like five years and it was always the hit, whereas songs feel like they have a bit of a shorter lifespan now in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um and so I thought it'd be good to look at what what is this season about? What does songwriting look like in this season? And especially in, you know, um the current pandemic. You know, it's it's shifted things again where we we're not really able to to gather live and so it puts a slightly different focus even on songwriting. Um, and just to unpack that a little bit for for those of us who are, are trying to do that and those listening who are trying to do that, mm. and serve really well in that way. Mm. So, um, Nick, you know, you're songwriting with lots of different um, people all over the world, different expressions. Um, have you got any thoughts around this? Like, what is the season at the moment?
3: Uh, it's such a good question. And I guess I, I've been reflecting on it a bit and just thinking... What am I seeing? What do I sense God doing? And some of this may be right, some of it may not be. Um, but I think, I think there's a couple of things for me. Firstly, uh, I think a lot of what I'm seeing with songwriting at the moment, and what's really challenging me is, is we all know Jesus is the answer. But I think what this season's made me think about as a songwriter is asking questions. It's made me think about asking questions. And even when you look at Jesus in the Gospels, you know, he, he asked so many more questions than he answered. And I think there's something in that for us as creatives to be re-looking at what we think we know, you know, and, and not just trusting. You know, so often people talk about our oh, songwriting's become really generic and everyone's writing the same sort of songs. And I think that is a product of often thinking that we have the answers Oh, mm-hmm. if you do this, it will do that. But, and there's a lot of truth in that. There's definitely a learned wisdom. But I'm just learning a lot of the questions I've got to ask now are those questions. What are you doing right now, God? What, what do I sense the Spirit mm-hmm. saying to the church? What's going to bless your church in this season? What's going to help people in this season? What's going to bless your heart? Show me again. Let me see um, the same truth that is written down in a slightly different way. Show me what your Spirit is saying. And I think... The great songwriters right now are sort of, I, I look at them and I think when you're questioning things in a really mm. good way, um, mm. I think for me as well, the other thing I, I've been reflecting on is, and I don't know if you've experienced this, but I think this this feels, and not just because we're going into winter, but this feels like a winter, like a long, long winter. Yeah. Not. winter outside us but a winter inside us as well where we're experiencing almost like this snow blizzard of i can't see how it's all gonna pan out it just you know and there's something about as a songwriter learning to embrace that season on one hand but also knowing that spring is gonna come yeah there is a spring that's gonna come there's a hope that's on the way and i've been trying to write that kind of song and i think a lot of it's about hope right now you know I was in um mm. I was in Cornwall um in the summer and I I sort of went on this little walk by the coast and I ended up sort of stumbling into this field and there were all these old cars in this field and they'd just been left there to rust um but it was amazing inside the cars all these flowers had started to bloom so you mm. had this incredible <laughs> picture of these rusting cars and yet these flowers and this new life in the spring, and it just feels. I looked at it. And I thought, "Your, your that that picture is literally reflecting back what I feel about this season, what I feel yes. about life right now. This kind of mixture of things going on, and I think the last thing I, and I'd say as songwriters, yeah, that's what's going on in this season for me. And I would encourage you to look at both those things, like the beauty coming from the broken places, but also. One little reflection I've had as well in, in this season is I've thought about what kind of songs are really ministering in this season. And what I've noticed is a lot of the songs that seem to really be speaking in this season but actually written before this season. You know, you think about, Songs like "Did You Feel the Mountains Tremble," written twenty years ago, an amazing song. Like some would say, the greatest of all time, whatever. Um, but I think, Ma- I think Martin, yeah. Martin would say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We love
2: you, Martin, <laughs> if you're listening.
3: Some would say, some would say. <laughs> um, but I mean, what, what a stunning song! It feels like you know, yeah. a unique, beautiful song um, mm-hmm. that's just so deep and rich and incredible um, at every level. But. You know, it's suddenly it's come back, like, and now. But that was written twenty years ago. But it's speaking in this season. And and my intention yeah. is that I think the kind of songs we need to write right now, and what I'm encouraging people when I'm speaking to them, when I'm trying to write, is I'm trying to figure out, Lord, what is the song for the next season that's coming? Mm. What's the song for the next season? Because I think they're going to be written in this season. Interesting. And, and yeah. that's the kind of challenge we have. And I think. The answer to that I don't know the answer to that I'm trying to ask that question where I'm getting to on that and what I'm seeing the inklings of it are, are around hope and mm-hmm. around wanting to speak hope and you know that idea mm-hmm. of imagining the church joining back together, celebrating like never before yeah. um, worshipping like never before just you know that that hope that sense of hope that you know we've made it through this. one other thing I'd say on that though is that when we talk about this being winter well, winter was happening for a lot of people and a lot of us way before this season. Yes. And it's yeah, it's happening for a lot of people after this season. So, you know, I, I just really encourage questions. What is the Spirit of God saying? What do you think is coming up? I don't know what you guys think. They're, or just, they're my reflections.
1: I just think it's really interesting what you're saying. Is, you know, um, being in this season, but also bearing in mind that you're probably writing for the next season, because the songs that were written before this season, so it's getting really confusing, the songs that were written before this season, people didn't necessarily know there's a pandemic coming up. Do you know what I mean? So they were writing in their season, but it speaks into this one. So in looking ahead, it's actually so important to still engage with this season. Does that make sense? So rather than thinking, okay, let's just write about next spring. Actually, no, no, we have to write about hope in this time, in this winter yeah, absolutely, and the trust that that will, um, you know, lead into the next season. Mm. I so I'd
3: cool. encourage if I was going to encourage a songwriter right now, like if you're sitting there at a church and thinking, "I'm trying to write songs for the church, and what do I do?" And there's all the yeah. and there's everything out there, and you know, it's so saturated right now, and there's so much going on as well. And that's the other side of this, yes. which is I would just encourage the best thing I've heard is 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 to really follow the feeling. Mm. Yeah really try and follow the feeling when you're writing a song if, if the feeling that you have you know songs are all about feeling and for so long mm-hmm. we've really struggled to embrace that but actually great songs they leave you feeling something and they touch an emotional connection and they are beautiful poetry <laughs> and they're so much more than just words they are words put to music but it's something about the way that combination works that just create something and even if that means that what you're writing doesn't feel necessarily what we would call congregational massive conversation in and of itself um then you know don't worry about that
1: yes go yes. After
3: what feels great don't don't just try and copy what's going on and i'd really encourage that yeah, particularly
2: yeah do you so nick for like songwriters listening who you know either sighing out or, or just growing in it is it that kind of thing and you're like, say what you see, you know, and just go with, don't overthink it too much. Just go with, go with the, the instinct and the feel on it. Don't overthink it.
3: Yeah. Just, just, you know, you, you have got to love, you've got to do everything you can to get to a place where you love what you've created.
2: Yeah.
3: And, and if you love it, you will play it, you'll sing it, you'll use it. If you just like it, if it feels like a copy of something else, Um, then, you know, you might use it for a bit, but, you know, rest assured, something else is going to come along that does the same sort of thing. Yeah. Now, that's really, in my experience, that's the hard work of songwriting. It's really, really understanding what connects with you emotionally and what connects with other people emotionally and what really makes a difference at a core level. Because I think, I can't remember who said it, um, you know, I think it was David helsa um something around is it, it, the phrase is something around this idea that you know you, you can never um sort of escape the song that's in your heart you know it's just it's, it's not that's not quite the right quote mm. but i love the sentiment there's something about there's a song in our hearts the real challenge is just being so open and honest about mm. what that is and allowing that to come out yeah and i think you, you know those moments when you're singing and it's like you're not too worried about anything. You're just standing a bit back from the mic, and you're just like literally letting go because it's so like this heart cry. Mm. Trying to find that when you're writing a song, yeah, it's that place, and and that's what I think great songs do now, or, or songs that spark the interest. You think about things like um songs like Graves into Gardens, for instance. It's an amazing phrase, but also this great sort of moment of worship that you feel something when it's happening you know mm. um and and stuff like that so i'm just i'm just sort of that's what's going on in my mind
2: i did i think just to pick up on that i think a, a big piece to songwriting right now and i think songs that we feel maybe are resonating and where i feel like the songwriters have just been really courageous you know and thought about bringing something to the table that hasn't been done or said before and really sort of just gone there, you know, I mean, you referenced Martin with did you feel the mountains tremble? And I imagine that would have been quite a sort of courageous song to bring to, to the, to, to the church, to the, you know, that um, time, that season. And I just, I'm just reminded, I think as, yeah, I just pulled up here, Henry Matisse, you know, the French artist said, creativity takes courage. It's so simple, but I think it's so true. Like in order to to bring something that feels um, like you've really gone there, you, you've got to be courageous. You've got to step out. Like that is in essence with creativity, you're, you're pioneering all the time, aren't you? Like putting yourself out there in a way that hasn't been, done before and i think a song like graze into gardens as well you know there are others we could reference there there feels like there's been a courageous step of like i'm gonna go after something that we've not seen or said before Mm. um so i just think i'd encourage any songwriter out there try and be courageous with what you're saying what you're singing right now i think we need that
1: yeah I,
0: i think um Couple of things I've been thinking about. One, I think we, we've seen, haven't we, the power of a song to minister to people. Um, you know, we perhaps before pandemic we were very aware of the songs that kind of release worship in a congregation. Hmm. Yeah. And you know, we could all sort of pick our favourites. That just as soon as we, you know, what a beautiful name. As soon as you start leaving it, just amazing, amazing <clears throat> response. But actually, I, I was talking to a friend who he, he's a songwriter, and he's always been very rather cynical and slightly scathing of worship <laughs> music in terms of the quality he'd see. Um, and so, his go-to on Spotify would never be sort of a worship album. But he said during the pandemic, he said, "I, I, I have to put worship music on in the house because it's the only thing that brings hope, that cuts through." Just the despair and the uncertainty and the anxiety. Wow. And again, you're realizing actually that there is a spirit on these songs. Um, you know, when they're Jesus focused, kind of offerings of worship, we believe the Spirit of God uses them to bring peace and bring hope. And, you know, we can think of David playing the harp to soothe the evil spirit. On Saul. you know, so we believe all that, but I think we're seeing that. So I think it's interesting when we're writing, you know, to be thinking, uh, you know, we want this song to minister hope, to speak into things like identity and all of that stuff. I think it's really, really important. The other thing I'm thinking, maybe this is a bit more um, thinking currently for the UK. Um, because I think we'd all recognise that most of the songs churches sing at the moment are predominantly well, Bethel Hill song Elevation, you know, give or take a few road songs. Uh, but that, that would be the main staples. Um, and that's a massive shift because it used to be very much the UK songs yeah. being the songs that were exported all over the world. <laughs> but I, I think if you look at you know, again, Elevation, Hillsong Bethel, they, they've cultivated communities which has encouraged and released songwriting. They've invested in it financially. They've identified and attracted gifted leaders and writers. They've been consistent and persistent um, over many years and you're sort of seeing the fruit of that. And I just wonder in the UK whether... Um, we haven 't created as many um, like greenhouses as it were um, you know fertile soil where writers can really invest and grow and be encouraged again I, I remember talking to a't well, name, but you know well known songwriter and he he for a season was in a church where he said the pastor just wouldn 't ever massively encourage songwriting it 's like he didn 't fully get the power of a song yeah. And his church before, the pastor, he said, would, would make or break a song. You know, if the pastor loved the song, he'd get up and say to the church, what an amazing song. We're going to sing that again because there is life on this. And it's almost like, yeah. everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay. And it just like, but it's so empowering for songwriters. And I think, I mean, I guess I'm thinking as a pastor now at Gas Street, and it's a conversation I'd love us to dig into more. How can we really release that? Invest yes. in it. Not, I, mean, I think sometimes people can think, well, songwriting is kind of like a nice little hobby on the side yeah. from real ministry. But no, the, the songs are real ministry. You know, a song will minister often way more powerfully than any brilliant talk. Yeah. Um,
2: well, I'm so really I usually we said that to him because I, I was just about to put in a budget request for millions. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's always a good theory. No, but but, yeah. but the, the, these are the honest questions. How how do you cultivate yeah. that? Because if you don't have the fertile... <laughs> Thank you. Our kids are on <laughs> half term. Um, so if we don't have that fertile soil, Yeah, you're not going to see the fields and the harvest. So <clears> I think <throat> that's something we need to think about, particularly in the UK.
2: It's really good. Just Just practically on that, you know, someone's listening going, oh, just... I'd love to have that conversation with my senior pastor. How how do people go about that? What do you think? what What's the mechanism there to to mm. encourage that? Like how do how do people do that?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, it's good. I mean. Well, firstly, we need. You know, if you watch X Factor, Britain's Got Talent, whatever these games, you know, you get these people standing up thinking they're phenomenal singers and then they start singing you like I and mean, that's, that's why we love watching you like you genuinely think you're brilliant but clearly you really are not <laughs> and I think there needs to be a bit of the humility that some of us maybe think we're incredible songwriters but actually your pastor your others around you might be like I, I'm not sure I see that so mm. a pastor isn't going to he or she is not going to throw hun- you know, tons of resourcing around a gift set that's not quite there. So I think we've got to hold, you know, real about that. But at the same time, I think, again, and maybe this is a conversation we need to have more on a national level with other pastors. If pastors, we we get quick wins um, or we have momentary success by just pulling in, you know, the great songs from all over the place, you know, the, the movements we mentioned. But actually, we want to grow something stunning in a local context that actually begins to minister massively in a national UK context. We might need to take a bit longer and release our writers and recognize that to write amazing songs, we've also got to write the songs about God's rain persisting down on us. (laughs) Um, You know, (laughs) all all the dance, dance. You know, to write great songs, you've got to have space to write terrible songs and to grow in that. And, And I think lots of leaders and churches aren't willing for that process you know again it's a slightly different example i i the church i grew up in my dad was the vicar st john's harbour in birmingham we we, they really allowed us as a youth team to really lead worship and you know loads of us led and and went on to lead worshiping churches around the place and you know it's a space where i could start writing songs i went back a couple years ago and again they had a young worship team leading worship and initially i was like oh gosh the you know not 100% but then I was thinking a said that's amazing because that's exactly what I'd have been like yeah. when I was 16 17 years old yeah um, and that's what Michael Ovartzo soul survivors done brilliantly if we don't create space for young people to lead and step mm-hmm. out and writing then we're always just going to import from overseas and I mm-hmm. think that's there's a there's something amazing about the sound of a country the sound
2: of a local area mm-hmm. rising up yeah i think also on that there's um, <laughs> i feel like there's a different um, conviction or call it favour or maybe even anointing when, um, when a worship leader sings a song. And, and I, I wouldn't say that every worship past worship leader needs to be a great songwriter, maybe even a songwriter in general. But I think there's something quite particular and unique that is um, released in a church in a local setting when there's a song that has been birthed out of that community and so it would be a real shame if that was there was no room and space for that by simply importing songs from around the place that you know are going to fly and and in that sense I think sometimes there's been I think there can be a danger that we sort of um we rely so much on the like anointing of a particular song to replace leadership and conviction um in a worship leader you know and and some of that can be good I think because you know great songs can give young leaders who are growing like maybe a bit of extra confidence it it does some of the work for them if you like but I think we definitely need to be a bit careful that um we're not sort of shooting ourselves in the foot for an authentic move of God in a local community, um by just importing songs that have been burst in in something else that the Lord's been doing somewhere else in the world. You know, and, and that is definitely a tricky balance, like um you know, um but I just think that's something to be to be aware of. Um, but is it worth
0: I don't know Luke <clears throat> saying some of the ways we're trying to encourage that. Culture writing and gastronomy because it's early yeah. days for us, but we're trying to be intentional, aren't we?
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I, I think you know this is a conversation that we're having all the time. You know, and um, different ones of us have the honor. You know, Nick particularly, different ones of us have um, the honor to write with people from around the world, and that's that's been amazing. I think we we definitely feel though that that whole thing. You know, we want to document what God's doing in our community. You know and and I feel like one of the best ways to do that is is by writing songs so we we do have this kind of golden rule that you know whenever we're leading musical worship sets of worship, we want to try and go after this fifty fifty um rule if you like guideline of you know we if we don't believe in our songs then then who else will and I think also that's probably something. Particularly in the UK, I'd say where we need to probably back ourselves a bit more and go go after that. But I think you, you've got to have that um, that importance and priority around it. Otherwise, it just doesn't happen. It's so easy to import, you know, the top songs that we all kind of know. Um, so I think there's in, there's intentionality is <clears throat> so important um, if you're going to try and uh, affect change. You know, change doesn't happen without change and um, taking some risks, being courageous, you know? And yeah, I'd say we've got a pretty good quality of songwriting, um, but like you, someone said earlier, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you've got to go through, to go through the rounds of like trying songs out and, and all of that and, um, and being okay with, with not writing a global hit. And, and when has it ever been about that anyway? you know songs were always meant to be an offering to god that's holy that's sacred um you know think of the psalms and and david writing all these um songs they're like songs of his experience what he was seeing in the moment what he was offering to god from his heart they weren't i doubt very much he was thinking right this is going to be a global songbook forever you know he was just penning what he he felt the lord was doing in his life and i think that's there's, there's a pressure, I think, that we need to lift off ourselves to get it right, to hit a certain level, um, because that pressure is never going to release all the fruit, I think, of the, of the Spirit. Mm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's a bit of...
1: And I just think, you know, it's it's kind of back to basics in a lot of ways with, um, with just trying to unearth this stuff. You know, I yeah. think as a worship pastor, you... And, you know, Tim, you do this so well with with us um back at htb but it's a tension isn't it of like firstly you need to be in relationship with people in your team to know to cultivate a trust you know because songwriting is it is exposing is vulnerable and if you want to really honor something that is new then you there needs to be a a base of trust for people to be able to bring their ideas and bring their courage and it is two ways you know sometimes with our team we have this conversation of like you know people like we want to do more songs and and we need to say, "Well, then you need to sit down and write more songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know kind of mm-hmm. not always looking to um to the worship pastor or the leader to sort of bring that about like if we want to do this, we have to commit to it as a team yeah. and be courageous in in that so for to encourage our team members with that, but also as a worship pastor, you have to cultivate a, a place that is safe to do that yeah. then to bring a song where that is a bit rubbish and and so I suppose you're you're constantly trying to think about what are the wins here? Like what's what's worth kind of taking a risk on, as, as Luke said, and actually at what point do you need to go, no, no, we can do better with this. Like let's kind of raise the bar, let's pull it up. Um, and I think, as, as you said, Tim earlier, really, it's, it's a long-haul commitment. You have to commit to the longer um, process of that. But I think in doing that, you unearth something that's actually really authentic and unique, Um and mm.
2: exciting mm. yeah absolutely mm. well hey let's move into our interview um this uh episode nick herbert caught up with a special guest here we go
3: so today ben cancel alumni of worship central
4: hey, <laughs> hey we're
3: all, the, right. all, the way, all the way from nashville mate good to see you Good to
4: see you, man. Um, hey, um, Ben, where are you? I'm in, I'm in a studio here in Nashville called Gnome Studios. And uh, what have you
3: been doing in there today? Because it's like midday for you, right? So
4: Yeah, so I had an early early right this morning with somebody in town mm-hmm. um, who was here. And so, um, yeah, I, I, have no, I use another space, but yeah... Um, got to use this one today so some friends from church yeah let me hey well
3: thanks mate so much for joining um you know oh man we we are so amped that you can just share a couple of thoughts today's podcast is all about like songwriting and i guess there's only only one person to go to when it
4: comes yeah right
3: (laughs) (laughs) and Uh, and we tried everyone else so here yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) no mate no we're really and um You know, if you're just joining in, Ben and I have written songs for so many years. Honestly, it's a real, real, just still a huge highlight whenever we get a chance to write a song. We've been writing songs throughout lockdown and having so much fun. And just searching after, like, God's heart with all this stuff. And I just just super admire and respect Ben, you know, as a writer. And I I guess a couple of things I wanted to ask you, Ben, um, because I love the fact that you were part of the whole UK scene. Yeah. And now, you know, was it three years ago now that like you moved to Nashville,
4: Upsticks? sticks. Sounds so fast. Three, three years, years, man. Oh.
3: I mean, amazing. And and now you're in that culture. And yeah. I guess I'd love to know, what are the kind of things you, you think of the differences or similarities and, you know, all that kind of stuff?
4: Yeah. I mean, man, I mean, first of all, it's just, man, yeah. I miss miss the UK. It's still, still home for us. Like, we, we love it. And we during this lockdown it's just been, we desperate to get home. And so, but anyways, love you guys. So grateful to be a part of this. And I mean, yeah, you know, it, the the reason to move here was to sort of dive into more writing and, and more sort of that world. And so I think it definitely has taken a while to kind of just, uh, cause it is different, you know, culturally, um, just even writing sort of standards and just sort of way of writing. And so I think some of the things I've, I've learned is just, I feel like, here it's just so big and so vast like you know america it's just yeah. there's just so much going on so um you know it's just so uh everything moves so quickly here there's no time to kind of you know uh, sit and sort of think about things and i'm not saying like it's it's um but just things just move so fast so you are yeah. you know riding 2 3 times a week so that's and that's obviously not normal but for every sort of every given day kind of thing but uh but i think for me it's just like um, there's actually, I've, what I've really found is that for me, it's been healthy to write quicker because it's, it's had, it's made me kind of have to kind of like, uh, jump up to speed in, in some ways and just kind of keep turning things out. And honestly, I think there is a balance. Obviously you want to go back to things and make sure everything is right. But just for me, I, I've really found a real, um, uh, just it's been so important to kind of keep moving keep going forward and cuz it's so easy to kind of get caught up in, in a, some songs you know what i mean and just yeah. be like oh it's not perfect it's not done and i think there's it's not i there's a balance between settling and um uh you know moving forward really i guess it's just and i think it's just important to um you know no one a song is done yes but then um, go after the next one as fast as you can because so good. Um, I just feel like it's just so easy. Again, I feel like we can easily kind of more lead with or think songs through more with our head than our heart sometimes, you know, and, and, and I think obviously as writing songs for church, we have to have a real balance of that. But what I found here is that it's just let 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 your heart sort of lead where your head is going in terms of what you're thinking and, and what, what what just feels right. And I feel like um, just always be moving forward is just such an important thing. So I, I've just been blown away by just, um, you know, how fast things move. And, and also, too, when you write a song, you think, this is it, this is it. But it's just another song. You know, there's going to be another song tomorrow. There's going to be another song tomorrow. But to always be thinking that way and, yeah. just as, and just turn out as much as you can. And obviously, again, there's been songs where I've gone back, but only, honestly, it's only been like a handful of songs in the last three years. And um, I just think there's real uh, value in that. I, I know it sounds sort of uh, almost opposite cause, uh, you know, to what sometimes is taught, but I think I think nowadays we live in such a fast-paced world. People are turning songs out here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. You just got to keep going after the next thing.
3: Yeah, mate, that is so, so good. Like, I think one of, the, um, one of the things I was chatting to with someone the other day was about how in every songwriting session, you kind of come out as a better songwriter. You know, mm, so that, mm. a, that's another byproduct, isn't it, of just doing a lot yeah. of songwriting sessions, finishing a song, working yeah. with other people. And I think you just yeah. always come away going, actually, I've just learned something there that I Absolutely. can take it to the next thing. Uh, and, and I think that's awesome what you're saying because, yeah, I definitely think that's a culture shift and it's so good to hear you say that. Do you think, how do you stay hungry, you know? I mean, do you know what I mean? Like, if you're, if you're kind of, like, going after songs all the time and yeah. and that sense of inspiration, how do you kind of, I guess one of the fears that people could have is, is just, well, am I going to run dry of ideas or yeah. how does that work? How do you, like... Actually, stay hungry. Like, do you just make sure you like spending time listening to listening yeah. to new music? You know, whatever. Like, how does it work for you that
4: keeps you like fresh in those sessions? For sure. I mean, honestly, I think um, there's. Uh, for, I mean, I think for me, staying fresh and and trying to keep keep kind of going after it because there's definitely times where I'm like I don't feel like it, and there's always just something in in, in in my head it's just like push through it you know this is this is ha- this is where you the rubber hits the road when you don't feel like it yeah and I actually I think those are the times where some of the the gold comes because you. you know because you feel yeah you, <laughs> you're just not up for it whatever but then I think there's just a when you have that sense of or just that drive of just like oh no I'm gonna push through this and and I've been surprised when I I felt like that you know yeah, and um, and so that's definitely been something for me. It's just when you don't feel like it, that's even more the reason to, to go after it. Awesome. And um, I think, uh, yeah, so that's definitely something from for me that I've learned. Again, you don't I don't have an option really here as well. You know, it's just kind of there's always stuff to be doing, and and uh, I'm not here just to sort of write when I feel like it. And and again, I think that is another challenge as writers don't just write when you feel like it. Make it a daily thing. Make it make it a, a a weekly thing. Sit down and 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 again, don't get caught up in in distractions of like a, a word or something like that. Just again, just keep trying it out. Kind of thing as fast as you can. Not as fast as you can, but just you know what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. No, um, I, I so. think it's, it's so good because I think what that makes me think of is I think it's interesting you say that is almost you come to accept that you know this idea of like the ones that got away you know yeah. the songs that like right. that felt so good and, and yeah. for whatever reason it didn't surface maybe yes. or land or whatever and and any songwriter you speak to will talk about the ones that got away oh, yeah and we're on our phone somewhere you go that was gold <laughs> like, what happened? Yeah. And honestly there is that moment isn't there where actually you never know what the lord could do like two years later, something could land. And it's and I've seen that. And you I'm sure you oh, yeah. that where you suddenly go, it did land, but everyone has the ones that get away. And I think that becomes part of your mindset and you actually embrace that a bit more rather yeah. than worry about that. And I think that's really important for songwriters because I think that can be a massive stumbling block. Um, Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? You'd say that in your situation, right?
4: Oh, 100%. Yeah. Again, it's, it's like you kind of, again in this in this world, it's just like you you write a song and then you kind of give it over to you know uh the powers that be or you know what I mean like to the person that you wrote it with like whether it's a worship leader or um, you know the publisher or whatever, and you don't hear anything and then all of a sudden, oh a couple of years later it comes out of out out and comes out released, and you're kinda of like and that's that's hard, but I think again when you're when you're just in the in the in the practice of of writing and continuing to do it it's just like you just you just know that the songs will catch up with that process do you know what i'm saying like and that's what it feels like now is like yeah there's been songs that are just coming out now that wrote a couple years ago but now there's this thing where just like the songs are you know just getting more kind of quicker and i and, and i think just but they're just they're landing quicker and and i don't know i don't know if that makes any sense no
3: it's so good yeah it's so good i i had a, another question for you ben which yeah and this is one of the things i've noticed or i i kind of really want to know actually so and i hope other people do as well <laughs> you're worried about what i'm going to ask you now
4: no Yeah. But what,
3: um, what, man. no what i what i wanted to ask you is i guess when you're sitting writing a song, and, and you kind of answer this a bit, but what is really going on, like up here, like what? Are you, what's key for you? You know, if you're whoever, whoever you're working with, and you kind of talked about it a bit, like you know, and we've had this phrase "follow the feeling." You know, it's like all yeah. about the feeling. But is there a kind of moment you are like? No, no, no. That's not. That's not right. That's not in my world. I know this is this is where we kind of have to push this song. I think you do that incredibly well mm. across. Mm. You sort of seem to. When I've worked with you in different on different songs or different genre, you know, different kind of a fast song or a or a middle or a kind of like slow. Yeah, song, it's kind of. I think you sort of have this really good sense about it. It, it needs to go and do this. Would you say that's just something you? Grown, or is there something that's going on? Is there a process? Are there a few things you always come back to that are you like Ben's little sort of secret source here, where it's like actually this is what I'm always thinking? Or are you just taking something at face value and going like, actually this is what we've got today? Okay, it needs yeah. you know what what goes what goes on in there?
4: Like- <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the million dollar question because I wish I could tell you no, um, um. I feel like it's all, it is always different. I feel like, um, I feel for me, I've really sort of found what I guess my, my strengths are as a writer. And I feel like my strengths are coming alongside somebody. So someone like you, who, you know, is just so brilliant at sort of um, moving ideas and then bringing themes and things like that. And again, because of how I think, and and again with production stuff that I do, like I'm able to sort of be like, I know where this needs to go. I think you know what I'm saying, like, and so I have a bit of a production hat on when I'm writing, as how to how to move the song along, I guess, yeah. and whether it's melodies, whether it's uh, even phrasing differences or stuff like that, you know, it's just like. Um, where, where does this song need to go? And, and so that's, that's, I just, and honestly, I've, I've kind of come to that realization, just, you know, someone probably could have told me that 10 years ago and I would have been like, Oh yeah, cool. You know, and, and been that lame, but I think it's taken me a long time to even just figure that out. That actually I am best when somebody, like, you know, has a sort of a, 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 an idea, but I can just sort of, piece it together. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what a product producer does, but, but also with melody and, and, and kind of even just, even like with some lyric stuff too. So I think that's, that's one thing for me is just I've I've come to realize what I'm able to sort of bring to the table. I think the other thing I know, again, just, again, as of late, just, there's been times where I'll come into a room and to a ride and be like, we'll just be we sort of just chatting and I'll just sort of, honestly, I I don't even know what I'm singing sometimes or or don't know what's actually coming. It's just, it just is like, but honestly, it's like in the room, it's just sort of like, you know, it's almost like I detach from things and, and, and kind of like just come back, you know, like it's like, Whoa, what just happened? But honestly, I think there's something about losing touch with reality for a minute and kind of just sort of trying to let go and just, sort of find something and and I I don't know how you know like I remember we wrote one time with Ruben Morgan and oh yeah and he was just lying on the sofa and I'm just like what are you what are you doing (laughs) man we're we're digging into this song and uh it it was just sort of like he's like oh no so I just find like sometimes that if I'm kind of almost in a sleep kind of feeling sleepy feeling kind of just letting my conscious mind kind of disconnect a little bit i can kind of sometimes grab onto something yeah. and i i think there is something to be said about that i i've found that sometimes some if i just sort of dis- disconnect with the room disconnect everything just just sing something out it just oh it surprises me and um and so honestly there's i there's no method but I, there is just a practice of just trying to stay true to what's in, in you and trying to get that out, I think. Yeah. And and sometimes that does mean kind of disconnecting to what's going on.
3: I think that's awesome. Um, I've got one more question for you in a minute. All right. And then I just I wanted to say like if you know as a songwriter, if you're listening here today, I think what Ben said there's really cool, which is just about understanding your strengths, understanding yeah. maybe sometimes your weaknesses as well, the things that maybe you don't naturally do as much and therefore that can really help the journey of working out who's a great person to write with, how can I grow, you know, and trying to just detach, I love what you're saying there, Ben, in the mm-hmm. moment. I mean, I'm glad it wasn't that you were just always bored, you know. No. <laughs> but, um, who knows? Well. we'll only know, we'll only know, you know, <laughs> the next one, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, hey, um, no, I had one last question, you know, with all the songs that you're writing, the different people you're working with from maybe, I know you write with kind of up and coming artists, but also established artists. Um, I guess other trends that you're seeing with songs, you know, like a theme that's been emerging, like when people come in, you know, oh I need to write a song about this, and you well, we just did that this morning, or you know, you can tell there's something brewing in God's people in the church, or has it not seemed like that? Has it just been actually everyone's seen something slightly different?
4: No, it it definitely it definitely feels like there is something Stirring, at something happening, and I, I can talk about Nashville. Nashville has always slightly been seen as a place where there's sort of it's the industry, and I think people it doesn't have such a bad sort of rap to it anymore. And I think people are coming here. There's something I don't know. Something's happening in Nashville, but but also too, it's it's infecting the industry, you know. So it's not just sort of uh, you know people are coming sort of sort of write a song for whatever radio or things like that people are just writing the songs that just need to be sung right now kind of thing and and not worry if it's you know three minutes and 30 seconds long or you know all those kind of things and i think in in church and i just you just i i see it you know like just the songs that are coming out the creativity that 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 the the boundaries that are being pushed right now like i i'm just i'm 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 blown away like i'm just kind of like what is going on like that new Dante song, you know, voice of God, You're Incredible. you know, just the lyric of that and just the creativity of that, just m- such modern day language. And I didn't realize like how much that would just be so um, like, you know, you could just think, Oh, you can't sing that in church, but that's just, it doesn't like, it's not about that. It's about just this. It's, a, it's still a song of worship and it's, but it's just being communicated in a, in a way that I You know, you just, you haven't heard like grilling on the front porch, you know, or, you know, (laughs) talking about having an ice cream cone with your grandpa, you know, like, but just, but even in those moments of life, you're just hearing the voice of God, you're just like, man. And so I, I I honestly just think there is something changing where language is becoming a bit more, um, just, uh, daily life and then not so kind of, you know, but I honestly, there is a place for the the deep and the spiritual and all that kind of stuff, but also just there's a relatability to what is, what people are saying now. Yeah. And, and there's almost like, there's just no kind of, uh, no boxes really. It's just, everything's kind of been blown out and just kind of like, what do we feel? What do you want to write? And, Mm -hmm. and I, and I think we're seeing some of that come out now with, with some of these new songs of just like that song for me, really stood out. I think Carrie's, Job's new song, Your Nature. For me, it was just like yeah. what it sang. it's saying, just so prophetic. And Brandon Lake's new record, and and there's just uh, again, was it um, uh, sounds like heaven? Um, yes, it sounds just like, just heaven? like heaven, just, just like, like heaven. And you're just like, what in the world? So, I, I yeah, so I, I just think, um, pl- please, just keep writing those songs that that you feel. Um You know are so inside of you, not just what is going to you know you know bless the church or whatever, because I think actually now God is just doing something within uh us and even through this pandemic and stuff like that, so just just be be conscious of that and and go after it
3: Ben, that is so good. thank you so much uh, for taking some time. you know we think you're incredible. And uh,
4: love you guys now. Absolutely massive
0: thanks. God bless, mate. Speak soon. Amen. Brilliant. It was fantastic to spend this time with you talking about songwriting. We want to encourage you go for it, invest in it, take the time to write songs. And we want to pray that God will explode fresh creativity around our local churches, local areas, and communities. That's all we've got time for. Thank you for joining us. We just want to let you know about Live Labs worship central we're running these uh, four live labs over the next uh, few weeks to find out about it at worshipcentral.org amazing content looking at um the relationship between senior pastors and worship leaders looking at leading and navigating all the change that's going on looking at songwriting and creativity with some fantastic guests brandon Lane, ellie linebear all the worship central team a whole bunch of others langer from south africa it's going to be stunning so get to the website worshipcentral.org sign up and join us have a great rest of the month and we'll speak soon and we'll catch up on a next worship central podcast coming soon